welcome to the Lift As You Climb podcast, where it's all about the journey and the joy of discovering who you are now, deciding who you want to become, and embracing your genuine identity, influence, and impact. In each episode, we'll explore how life's experiences have prepared us for what we choose to do next and how to create our encore, write our own script, and star in the next stage of our lives. I'm your host, your encore strategist and transformation catalyst, Isabel Alexander. Hello, I'm Isabel Alexander, continuing this conversation as we approach the end of a calendar year about how we make next year a better, more rewarding, more fulfilling, more financial certain year. And there's only one answer. That's why we are continuing to talk about strategic planning. In fact, if the plan isn't strategic, then you better take a pause on that and think about what are you planning to do. Strategic is a positive direction and perspective to think about, if I wanted this, then I must do that. It's connecting the dots forward in terms of this is where I want to get to, this is the experience I want to have, this is the person I want to become, this is the capabilities and the resources that I wish to acquire. And then breaking it down as to, okay, what do you got to do to be able to accomplish those things? So strategic planning perhaps is a word or a term that as a small business or even a medium-sized business or solopreneur or a, someone who's entrepreneurial within an organization they don't own, but they're contributing to the success of that organization, then understanding, embracing, enjoying, appreciating, and celebrating the advantages of Thinking strategically and following through on the plan, the beautiful thing. In the past four episodes of this podcast, I've broken down some of the elements that I learned, experienced, applied, and grew because I learned from Vern Harnish's methodology, which is explained in a book called Mastering the Rockefeller Habits. It's not what anybody else wants, but when you allow yourself to pause in that quiet moment and say, what do I want my business to do for me, my family, the people I care most about, what is the, it that I want my business to say about me, it's what I want my business to be able to empower, to enable me to do personally, professionally, aspirationally, then that's the important thing going forward. We've been reviewing the strategic plan as a one bite 
at a time of the elephant to enable us to get what we want out of our lives and our business impact. I encourage you to go back and listen to those last couple of episodes if you're just joining us now. And of course, I would love it if after listening to that content, you thought there's some value here that you subscribe to this channel, either as a podcast or as a YouTube video, whichever is your preference. And if you know of other friends, business owners, maybe they're your customers, maybe they're your suppliers, or maybe they're your subcontractors that could benefit and directly and indirectly benefit you by understanding a strategic plan and how to apply it to get good results, then please share this content with them. And I thank you ahead of time for that because I'd like to reach more entrepreneurs, particularly more women entrepreneurs, and help them increase uh, the rewards they get from their businesses and the impact that they leave, the legacy they leave. But today I want to go back a little bit and talk a bit more about accountability because as I have been recording these episodes, I've also been refining, revising my own strategic plan for the upcoming year. And it was an interesting, the universe delivers, right? When the student's ready, the teacher will appear in another coaching program that I am in. And that's part of my strategic plan, my own personal and professional development. I invest time and money in other areas with experts that I look up to and who will lift me as they climb. As a result of one of these coaching programs that I'm involved in, and I'm involved in several, and yes, that does require some planning to manage my time to get the best out of all of this and still deliver uh, to my clients. I had the opportunity to be exposed to a different way of looking at strategic planning, and that is to dice it up into 12-week segments. I learned a different perspective on accountability. And I like it a lot that accountability perhaps has been misinterpreted, misappropriated as a word, as a meaning, as in needing to be held accountable for something, as in someone else outside of us will hold us accountable for our actions, our results. The truth is, that doesn't work. Only we can be accountable for ourselves. And that accountability is very much an inside job. Accountability is the measurement of the result from the actions that we took or didn't take. So in thinking of when you're creating your strategic plan and your objectives and assigning uh, accountability, like the first chair for that 
particular initiative. Think about it in that context, instead of somebody else having to be checking up on approving or disapproving of what happens and the accounted for results, think about it as that is definitely ownership by the individual that is responsible for that. And if you're a solopreneur, often it's you. So be very careful about what you choose as important goals and priorities. Because if you choose too many, you're setting yourself up for failure. It is far better to have a big vision and be hags and big, hairy, audacious goals, as we talked about in a previous episode, but set up the shorter-term goals and actions with an expectation of a success. You really believe that you can achieve, and then you go do it. Because the idea of having a strategic plan might sound kind of sexy. Yeah, I got one. I wrote it. It's really pretty. And then you put it away after you do all that work and you don't actually go back and say, oh, I have made progress. Yes, I did it. I achieved what I wanted to. Or you had milestone markers that you visited and said, okay, we're not on course for that. Or maybe we're ahead of it. Whatever it is, that it's adjusting what you're doing in business in a real, honest to God, accountable to yourself, no bullshit. It's, I said, I wanted this, and I am entitled to have this, but it's up to me, myself, and I to have the discipline to create the steps, the action, the measurabilities to accomplish it. And that's the, ooh, the ungirly stuff, perhaps that some of us might say, oh, shit, that's really not much fun. There is a bigger difference, I I think, in my experience, that men in business set a goal, and they believe they deserve to achieve it. And they just go blindly with the expectation of having it. Women entrepreneurs, not so much. Although I'm very glad that is changing. And it's changing because of these kinds of conversations where business people like me and you are sharing candidly, honestly, what worked and what did not work. And changing the paradigms, changing our attitudes, and changing our expectations about outcomes based on what we actually do. Accountability, an inside job. Please consider that when you're creating your strategic plan, 
that in the areas of the goals that you have identified, who really is taking ownership of that? And there will be no excuses. There will be adjustments where required, but the action, the evidence must be there that they made every positive move forward to accomplish that goal. It has become my life experience. I got witnesses on this all over the place that it isn't just about you and your business and the plan and the success you have, but it's about every single stakeholder that is affected by your decision. Stakeholders. Again, one of those really old time terms, but I frame it in the perspective of everyone who has a stake in the outcome the evolution, the success, or the failure of your leadership as a business owner. You, obviously, as the chief shareholder, are number one stakeholder on the list, and then your partners, if you have them, your staff, if you have them, your contractors, if you have them, and you better have some because then I would also refer you to reading another one of my favorite business books, and that's uh, Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy's Who, Not How. But staying on the topic of st stakeholders also include your suppliers, your customers, your family, your friends, your service providers, your banker, your technology firm, your lawyer, your accountant, anybody who has a responsibility, a benefit, anybody who is somehow impacted by your business is a stakeholder to some extent. Think about this, that if you create a plan, consider them in the areas they can impact and they will be impacted by. As a woman, I experienced this myself, thinking about my family and my closest friends and my community obligations as stakeholders made me think about how do I manage the time that I have, the energy I have, the capacity, the resources I have to still serve them as well. Engaging the people that are in your orbit, whether they're in the inner circle or a medium or outer ring, adds more energy, adds additional fuel to your success. And if you don't, one of those, if they feel underserved, distressed, annoyed, can knock you off your orbit by acting up a bit. It's something I talk a lot more deeply with my clients, my one-on-one -on -one clients, is figuring out who is in your cast and crew and how do they factor into your new script that you're writing. Writing a script with the Encore methodology is very much like writing an annual strategic plan. 
And so there's definitely personalities involved to be considered and make the best of. Okay, so for today, I, I want to add, add to your thoughts as you're creating, refining, editing your strategic plan, which, by the way, you should regularly be reviewing it and making sure that you're continually moving in the right direction for the right reasons. Remember, the accountability, who's involved, and how you make sure that they have ownership and know that it is an inside job for success. And that no plan means no party. And the party would be attended by all your stakeholders. And the stakeholders are a broad category, but they all do have an impact on an entrepreneur's life. I hope... This has given you some good, juicy stuff to think about and create absolutely the perfect plan for your success. Looking forward to coming back and sharing a little more about strategic planning in the next episode. And that one will definitely be a celebration because I'll share some of my story and how my real-life example and that of my clients are based on this simple process of a one-page, elegant, perfect-sized strategic plan methodology. Ciao for now. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope our conversation added value to your day and expanded your vision for your legacy and impact. Please join me in increasing my impact and expanding my reach to even more people by sharing this episode on social media with friends and leaving a review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or channel of choice. To catch all the latest from me, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me and others in our community Facebook group, The Lift As You Climb Movement, where you can engage, be inspired by, and grow with a tribe of like-minded people. As I evolve as a podcaster and spokeswoman for collaboration and economic empowerment, your input and feedback are especially important to me. I welcome your suggestions and questions to hello at theencorecatalyst.com. Until we meet again, please remember your success may be the foundation for someone else's. Together, we can raise success ladders around the world. <music>